because I've been procrastinating for quite a while, not doing no news, not no new news, no, maybe later, okay, maybe uh, on New Year's Day or something, because she don't know nothing, this is King Known Uncensored, this is the top 50 rap albums released in 2021, I'd like to welcome y'all to this bitch. What's popping, Tin? What's popping, Tin, y'all? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? I ain't did that shit in a minute. Ha ha. I'm back at y'all asses with the top 50 rap albums. Um, in order to view this full list in its entirety, you can go to my website, um, kingknownreviewscom.wordpress.com. Again, it's kingdomreviewscom.wordpress.com. And we're just going to go right into it. Now, a lot of y'all not going to like this list because a lot of your favorite artists did not make this list because their album was trash. <laughs> but number 50. I'm so happy that this nigga made this list because I was worried. But Moneybag Yo Against This Pain is number 50 on the list. Moneybag Yo has improved a whole lot over the years. Because when Moneybag Yo first came out, I thought he was just a, another mediocre mumble rapper. But I had to actually listen to what the fuck he was saying instead of listening to how he flowed. And I just think overall... I seen his growth as an artist and I couldn't be more impressed. I couldn't been more impressed with his substance because I wasn't expecting any substance on that album, but 
I love the gangsta's pain, man. Like, he definitely dove a little bit deeper and got a little bit more creative musically. Number 49, Drake's aforementioned Scary Hours 2 EP. I think that that Scary Hours 2 EP is amazing compared to Certified Loverboy. I mean, these three songs, fire. I mean, What's Next was cool. It was okay. But Once It Needs and Lemon Pepper Freestyle definitely got some play in this ride, for sure, for sure. Number 48, yet another EP, Ravon's Peer Pressure EP. It's pretty much his debut project. Um, I was impressed. I mean, this dude had three dope-ass joints on this record, bro. Like Tap, Top Shotta, and uh, Not Allowed. Those three records were also wild. Number 47, one of my 10 favorite projects released this year. Baby Keem, The Melodic Blue. Man. I'm saying, the Melodic Blue has some bangers. I mean, yes, Baby Keem did have a helping hand in Kendrick Lamar on his first two singles, but Pink Panties, Lost Souls, Coco, Event, like, these were some hot, 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 hot songs. Family Ties, obviously, I mean, come on. What more do you want from Keem? Number 46, Smoke Diz of the Hustlers Catalog 2, as mentioned on the Top 100 show. I was completely impressed with Smoke Dizza. I mean, I, wa- I I always wanted to check out one of his projects, but I never got around to it until this year. So the Hustlers Catalog 2, pretty good. I like it. Number 45, D-Smoke War of the Wonders. I mean, D-Smoke lyrically is pretty good. I can't complain. I mean, War of the Wonders was good. It wasn't better than his uh, debut album, Black Habits, but... It wasn't, it didn't pale too much in comparison. Number 44, Maxo Cream, Way to the World. This was another yet surprising album from an artist who's been out here a few years that I finally got to uh, sit down and listen to. Way to the World has got a lot of bangers on that motherfucker. You, can, you gotta check that one out. 43, Khaled Khaled from DJ Khaled. I mean, obviously, Khaled has put out better albums. We get it. But I still was entertained by this album, though. It wasn't all bad. It had some good moments on here. But Khaled completely abandoned his audience. Number 42, Matt Kami prayed for Haiti. This was a pretty damn good uh, piece of work from Matt Kami. Definitely one of his better pieces of work, in my honest opinion. Number 41, Bobby Sessions Manifest. Man, I I keep on telling y'all. Like, I don't be remembering the track titles of of this man's projects because his titles got like six, eight words in every fucking title. All I know is I enjoyed this project. Every time I hear it, it's just like, man, this dude definitely was one of the better breakout rookie rappers of 2021. So it's definitely a project I suggest. 
Number 40, Dave Easton Millie's Pablo and Blanco EP. Man, this was fucking dope. Dave Easton Millie's are two East Coast rappers that are killing the game right now. And this was pretty fucking good. I can't lie. Dave Easton Millie's went to work this year as a group and on their own. Number 39, Trust in BSF presents Trust the Sopranos. Man, this is just real, real ass rapping, real ass MCing, real ass rhymes, real ass bars. Grow Man Bars is definitely something that you had to deal with on that project from that collection of artists. Number 38, Jim Jones and Harry Fraud, the Fraud Department. The uh, middleweight champion of the world, Jim Jones, and one of the producer of the year candidates in Harry Fraud, who had a hell of a year. The production on here was fucking serious. And Jim Jones stepped his game up in a major fucking way. Number 37, Little Baby and Little Dirk, the voice of the heroes. Um, Little Dirk has been on a, a, a big run this year. Little Baby, we already know the tear that he's on. So this duo did not really disappoint. This was a pretty solid project from top to bottom. I definitely enjoyed it. And it was just impressive to me. But yeah, bro. Let's move on here to... Number 36. Dr. Dre, the contract EP for Grand Theft Auto 5. Man. It's good to see the doctor out here. Don't get me wrong, but we know damn well that Dr. Dre signed that Grand Theft Auto contract to get some of that divorce money that he just spent back. Because my goodness. He had to pay this lady $100 million. That was a... Uh, but for him, you know, since he's a billionaire, I guess, or... Knocking at the door of a billionaire is not that big of a deal to him because he can go out here and make that money back. I don't know if he made $100 million off GTA, but he's definitely going to make at least $20 million. Since that everybody is playing Grand Theft Auto and it's such a very popular game. So shout out to Dre. I mean, all six of these songs were good. I love that song with Game. That shit is fire. Then the joint with Pac, Snoop, and Busta. Man, the irony of Dr. Dre beat comes on. Isn't that interesting? Number 35, AZ, Do or Die 2. AZ is just a legend in my eyes. Like, this dude, lyrically is very impressive it makes me want to go ahead and check out all his previous work i missed out on because i haven't heard an az album since uh asiatic i think i think that's the last az album i checked out but all in all the contract ep i mean i mean az do or die too i mean this dude had some great features good beat decent beat choices and of course sharp lyricism from a bit number 34 polo g hall of fame as i tell you time and time again not a fan of polo g it was actually my first time checking him out 
This album wasn't bad. It's just that it's a decent, it's a good album, but it's not something that I would listen to on the regular. Number 33, Mo3 Shot Us Forever. Mo3 was, man, that was a hell of a talent that we lost in 2021. I think that's when he passed this year. Yeah, just another sad tragedy, man. Shout out to Mo3. Number 32, Logic, Bobby Tarantino 3. We knew Logic could not stay away for long. And Bobby Tarantino 3 had some pretty good records on here. Like, my personal favorite is definitely Untitled and God Might Judge, which sounds like a nice for what knockoff, but I think that was a good record, though, still. That should have been really a hit, in my personal opinion, but as usual, Def Jam does not know what the fuck it's doing. Number 31. Vince Staples' self-titled album. Um, pretty consistent body of work. Um, pretty, uh, you know, Vince Staples never goes outside the box. He always stays in his lane and doesn't try to do too much to try to adjust. Number 30, Roy, uh, Russ Chomp 2. Um, like I said, just a feature-heavy album. But definitely a, a hip-hop album for show for show. Russ was very impressive on this project. He pretty much surprised me because I thought that Russ was pretty much a mediocre artist, in my opinion. But, you know, to each its own. Number 29, Bodie James and the Alchemist presents Bo Jackson. Just yet another pretty good body of work from Alchemist and Bodie. They don't miss when they're together. Number 28, Biddy the Butcher and Harry Fraud, The Plugs I Met too. As stated before, not as impressive as the original Plugs I Met, but still an album worthy of playing and listening to. Number 27, West Side Gun, Hitler Wears Hermes 8, Sincerely Ate Off Side B. Side B had some, some bangers on that one, but it wasn't as impressive as side a that's all i'm going to tell you number 26 payroll and cardo another day another dollar this was another project that was short and straight to the point and i like that about payroll and cardo you know they didn't try to put like 20 songs on an album they actually was like focused on the quality of the project versus you know appealing to the current standards of what a record should look like and should sound like. And Payroll, I like how he sticks to the script and doesn't go off script. Number 25, Isaiah, we're in the top 25, y'all. Number 25, Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning. The TDE product definitely put his all into this album. I even like this more than I like Sylvia Demo. And you couldn't tell me anything about Sylvia Demo, the uh, debut project of Isaiah Rashad. Like, I bragged on that record for a long time. And The House is Burning is just a lot more of an updated version of that with current sounding beats. And I mean, Lay With You from The Garden, uh, The House is Burning, um, 
R.I.P. Young, Chad, just this whole album all around was insanity. Number 24, Loot, Gold Mouth. Now, I understand that it's hard to beat your best work. I mean, Loot's project, West 1996 Part 2, was one of the better debut albums that I've ever heard from anybody. And um, Gold Mouth was no exception. Um, I think this is a well put together body of work. You know, him and J. Cole put their heads together and put uh, 14, 15 songs on here that were pretty damn good. And him having little brother on there, they, yeah, that's what pretty much did it for me. Number 23, Kevin Gates, Only the Generals Part 2. Kevin Gates continues to show that he is definitely still got a lot left in the tank on Only the Generals Part 2. Number 22, Denzel Curry Unlocked 1.5. Repackaging and remixing songs, you know, could be a big gift or a major curse. And Denzel Curry did not fail to live up to the expectations as he rode shotgun with some of hip-hop's best, such as Benny the Butcher and Joey Badass, on the reworked album. Number 21, Conway the Machine and Big Ghost LTD. If it bleeds, it can be killed. Dope record from Conway. Conway is very consistent. And him and Big Ghost work pretty well together. Even though I like the uh, project released before that much better than I like this one. Number 20, Ransom, Heavy as the Head. The uh, Game of Thrones theme project put Ransom in game mode as he just put punchline into punchline into punchline into punchline. Number 19, Benny the Butcher, Pyrex Picasso EP. These are, this was better than the plugs I met too by far. Like, Pyrex Picasso was sick. Number 18, Ransom in Rome Streets, Coupe de Gras. Man. These two guys, you know what I'm saying? The Griselda signed Rome Streets and Ransom, Trust Ransom. Man, these two put the pedal to the metal and couldn't take foots off of your favorite rapper's necks as they delivered great bars over laid back beats. Number 17, Boldy James and the Alchemist Super Tecmo Bowl released right at the end of the year. This was even better than uh, Bo Jackson. And the cover is just dope. The uh, fucking uh, Nintendo cartridge as the cover. Classic. Number 16, Dave East and Harry Fraud. Jimmy Hoffa. Harry Fraud does it yet again as Dave East delivers some of his best work. I mean, Dave East, honestly, has not necessarily missed with an entire project yet but I'm not wishing that on him number 15 Snoop Dogg presents Algorithm although this is kind of like a mixed album it's a it's I mean it's under Snoop Dogg so technically that makes him an, a, a hip-hop artist right it's just like Khaled same thing even though you could say well you didn't put the harder they fall soundtrack or the you put those are soundtracks, though. 
they're not compilation albums. Even though technically a soundtrack is a compilation. Whatever, nigga. Algorithm, bro. Algorithm was dope. I like damn near uh, every song on Algorithm. Number 14, Rick Ross, Richer Than I Ever Been. I mean, Rick Ross still doesn't necessarily disappoint to this day. I mean, I like Rick Ross. He's moving up as far as top rappers of all time in my book. I definitely should raise him up a little bit because Rick Ross's body of work is self-explanatory. He's gotten better overall as an artist, a lyricist, and just the overall rapper in general. I mean, richer than I ever been is a testament to that. As I as I had repeated time and time again, it's like rather you than me level. And I enjoyed rather you than me. Number 13, Migos Culture 3. Yeah, buddy, that was the album of the summer like that was like one of the best albums released of the summer. It was completely lit. Even though the Migos are played out by the culture's standpoint, you know, and everybody has their time and reign and chance to rule the charts. Migos still put together their best work, in my personal opinion. I enjoy uh, Culture 3. It's definitely... One of the 15, 20 favorite albums of mine released in uh, 2021. Number 12. Big Boy and Sleepy Brown, Big Sleepover. I've been waiting on that album for a good two, three years. They've been talking about it. I mean, Sleepy Brown was on all the Dungeon Family hooks over a 10 to 15 year period. And it's good to see Sleepy Brown still alive, still out here. And it's good to see that Big Boy just has a newfound energy for the rap game. And those two together make so much good music. Number 11, Griselda and BSF presents uh, Conflicted Soundtrack. This soundtrack was a damn good soundtrack. Um, I can't complain. I mean, you had Ransom, you had Lloyd Banks, you had Benny, you had Conway, you had Westside Gun, you had Wale, Smoke Dizza, Armani Caesar. Like, this soundtrack was pretty dope. <laughs> it was way better than that movie, I swear to God. That movie was so horrible, by the way. But other than that, Conflicted Soundtrack, definitely worth a listen, though. We have entered the top 10, y'all. You ready? Number 10. Uh, yes, DMX, Exodus. A lot of people might disagree with the position of this project, but I enjoyed Exodus. It was definitely one of my 15 personal favorites as well. Like, X showed that he still had a little bit left in the tank before his untimely passing in 2021 due to the many people that we've lost. I mean, I just heard that Betty White and fucking Sam Jones of the Celtics dynasty died. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, damn. R.I.P. Betty White. 
<laughs> like my man say, you know, if she not dead, then I, we know it's coming type shit. <laughs> wow. But um, Exodus was fucking fire. Exodus was fucking fire. Number nine, Lloyd Banks, The Course of the Inevitable. Lloyd Banks showed that he could do it without the unit. And Lloyd Banks was the most gifted artist out of G-Unit. By far, definitely the best rapper and MC. And his lyrical ability shining over New York-based production just proves that Lloyd Banks is very underrated all time. Number eight, Moray Street Sermons. I definitely enjoyed this project. There's a lot of pain on this shit. A lot of pain. Pain must have turned into profit, goddammit. Because Moray was definitely one of the breakout rookie artists of 2021. Number seven, Corday Justin Till EP. I mean, come on, man. Thornton Street. What's up, nigga? What's up, nigga? Fire, dog. Like, this four-track EP, like the EPs and, and shit definitely ruled 2021. Number six, Tyler the Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost. I mean, it was definitely enjoyable. It was good to see Tyler the Creator back in his bag. I've been a long-time fan of Tyler the Creator. Long-time fan, so it was good to see Tyler back on that bullshit. We have entered the top five. Number five, Wale for Lauren 2. I mean, Wale just continues to add classics to his resume and to rise up the group of all-time great rappers. Number four, Nas King's Disease 2. As aforementioned, Nasir Jones continues his streak with Hitboy and King's Disease 3 is on the way and Magic is in stores now. Number three, West Side Gun, Hitler West, Hermes 8, Sincerely Adolf Side A. This was amazing. This is a great album by West Side Gun. Number two, Conway the Machine, La Makina. I just had to put people on to Conway this year because they wasn't aware that this man is a motherfucking problem. I mean, all you got to do is turn on Bruiser Brody and I promise you, you will not skip any more songs. Number one, obviously, is J. Cole, The Offseason. I already explained as to how this project was damn near perfect in every single way. From the rhymes, to the production, to the lyricism, to the wordplay, to the storytelling. What more do you want from J. Cole? He is all time, all time. And um, that'll do it for today. I want to thank you guys for fucking with me, checking it out. Damn, we did this in under 30 minutes. This is the top 50 rap albums I heard in 2021. Explanation, even though it wasn't really much to explain that the uh, top 100 didn't explain. And I'm out of here.